lot of us are attracted to scary experiences, aren't we? Haunted houses, watching scary movies, reading scary stories. I mean, it's weird, but some people just like to be kind of scared. I mean, why? Doesn't it seem strange that we would like the idea of almost like being threatened in that way? You would think, right? But apparently it's evolutionary, and we're going to find out how. Dr. Athena Actipus is with us now, an associate professor in the Department of Psychology at Arizona State University and founder of Zombified Media. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. Dr. Actipus, what is wrong with us? Why do we like being scared? (laughs) Well, first of all, not everybody loves being scared. But a lot of people do enjoy that thrill, enjoy the chance to kind of push out of their comfort zones and kind of explore something that is um, is new for them. So actually, I see it as part of kind of like a broader interest in um, exploring, pushing our own boundaries, learning about our environment. And yeah, like you were saying, there's a, a good evolutionary reason behind it all. Is there? Why? What is it? Well, so we have to sort of think about us, you know, our behaviors, our desires, our motivations in two different ways. So one is you can think about like in the moment, what is it that's motivating you? Right. And it could be like with horror, it could be like, Oh, that's fun or that's interesting. Or I'm kind of just curious about it. Um, But then we also have to think, you know, evolutionarily, why is it fun? At least for some people, right. To do that. And the fact is that, Engaging in scary play, doing things like, you know, watching scary movies, going to haunted houses, those are actually really sort of safe ways of learning about things that could potentially be threatening, whether it's, you know, dangerous environments or people who might be dangerous or um, animals that might be dangerous, right? Dressing up and and sort of going through this sort of play, um, it's it's actually analogous to something that we see in the animal world called predator inspection. So you're saying it's almost like we're playing, like we're practicing for what we would do in real life. And in real life, hopefully we would be smarter than what happens here. Yeah, well, and in real life, if we have some experience already with potential threats, then we um, essentially have gotten to learn about those potential threats in a more safe way. So I can give like an example from the animal world, lots of animals will, in certain circumstances, actually approach their predators. So a gazelle might actually approach a lion to see what the lion's behavior is like. And if the lion has, like, recently eaten, they might be kind of lounging around. They might not be likely to kind of jump up and chase the gazelle. And if the gazelle can learn this, can learn when the lion is a threat and when it's not, then it can forage more and you know, not sort of lose opportunities to gain nutrients if there's an, a lion nearby, right? It, it's like it learns how to operate um, more safely even in the presence of threats. Um, is, and yeah, is it a way of testing ourselves too so that we can see what we are capable of? Yeah, so it has all of these different potential functions. And in fact, in different people, um, it seems like they're sort of different underlying reasons. So for some people, <clears throat> they really just like the the thrill of it. Um, and they just like, they really enjoy that kind of adrenaline rush. And um, for other people, they like that um, sense of kind of learning about themselves and learning how to, how to keep their, um, keep themselves from kind of um, getting like too overreactive or anxious when there are threatening things around, right? Because if you sort of practice 
then you, you learn how to like regulate yourself and manage yourself better when you're around scary things. And that can be really important for you. You know, if you are able to actually keep your mind on a little straighter when there's something around that might stress you out. Hmm. Is this why we love Halloween so much then? You know, it probably is part of it. Uh, Halloween is sort of like this time where everybody is sort of collectively going in on doing scary things, being scary, exploring scary stories and um, sharing in that together. And that collective experience is also something that, you know, can be really special because it puts our shared attention on potential threats, right? And that that can be really fun for us as humans to, to do that together, not just as individuals. So is this something that we have always done, Dr. Octopus? Have we, have we always, like back in history, has there been an embrace of kind of scary situations or scary stories? So, uh, you know, both uh, if you look historically at the written record and also if you look in small-scale societies, you see lots and lots of stories that are actually about Things that are threatening, whether it's, you know, potentially threatening individuals or um, apocalyptic scenarios in the world, natural disasters, um, stories that get passed along often have sort of like information embedded in them that helps people learn about things that, you know, may have happened in the past that are threatening. Um, uh, of course, often they get embellished and, you know, you add metaphysical elements onto a story that, you know, might have originally uh, not had any of that because, you know, those, those uh, make the stories more fun and compelling for people. But even if they're not, you know, true stories, that doesn't mean you can't learn from them, right? Because you can learn about sort of general principles. And also, you can tell stories about things that haven't yet happened, but could happen in the future. So then you can kind of simulate them in your head and simulate them even with others um, if you're doing collective storytelling or, you know, immersive storytelling. You know what? That's so true, though, right? When you think about when we watch a scary movie, we like to mock the people and what they do in the scary movie because we think we would never do that. Yeah, right? It's like, no, don't go in the basement. Don't, yeah. And then like... <laughs> <laughs> and yet they go in the basement. So like, right. it's like we're doing it to make ourselves feel better. Right. What, but also then you could be like, oh, okay, that's what happens when you go in the basement. I guess I don't need to try that myself if I'm ever in a situation like this. So oh, so we're learning. We're like, well, I would never go in the basement and I would never hide in that spot if there was a serial killer on the loose in my house. <laughs> exactly. Wow. This is a fascinating area of study. So it really does kind of delve deep into human psychology, doesn't it? It does. And, you know, there are things that are actually really important to us as humans, you know, in terms of our daily existence, right? We love stories. We love watching movies, um, scary video games, all these things. They're, they're part of our daily lives. They're things that we kind of keep close. And I think it's really cool that we're kind of at a point with research in psychology and in, you know, gaming and storytelling and all of this where things are kind of coming together and people are realizing, oh, the stuff that, you know, people are doing as you know, a distraction from their daily lives. Well, actually, maybe there's something deeper going on in terms of our drives to learn from stories, our drives to connect to others um, with stories, and maybe better anticipate uh, uncertain futures together through hmm. stories. I like that. That's what I'm going to tell myself. Do you watch scary movies? I I do. Um, I uh, <laughs> took me a while to realize that they're actually like super fun. I always was just like, oh, I'm going to just be scared. But a lot of scary movies have like so much like 
comedy and like, you know, you get that like relief all the time because something ridiculous is happening. And uh, you, become, I think, uh, you become kind of yeah. inured to them, don't you? Because like I was terrified of them when I was younger, but that the older I got, they got easier and easier to watch. So maybe we do also, it's our way of actually getting used to scary situations too. Yeah. And, and maybe, you know, developing a little bit more of that, like, sense of humor when things are going wrong. I think uh, probably watching horror helps for that. <laughs> okay, so these are educational. That's what we can tell ourselves. <laughs> we can tell ourselves that, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm going to tell myself. Uh, thank you so much for your time this morning. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. That's Dr. Athena Adkapas, who's an associate professor in the Department of Psychology at Arizona State University and the founder of Zombified Media, talking about why we embrace these scary things. It's, it's evolutionary. I get that, right? It's almost like we're practicing or testing ourselves, making sure that we wouldn't put ourselves in those situations that might be a threat to us. We are actually learning how not to do that. See, now that makes perfect sense to me. And of course, we're going to talk about scary stuff in the days leading up to Halloween. I know people probably have a lot of plans this weekend to go out uh, to someplace scary, maybe go to a party, something like that. And uh, we'll be talking more about it, of course, in the days ahead. And yeah, scary movies, we'll definitely talk about those too.